Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options to their communities and their fans. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you want to find out more about how Hometown Ticketing can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com. It's Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Final Forms. They're the industry leader in registration. But Final Forms is more than just that. Final Forms is a team, it's technology. And they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms helps your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. And they have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help with communication for teams, with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. We also want to thank Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors, coaches, and schools are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. As I like to say, it's so easy, even I can do it. Once again, go to gipper.com and start creating world-class content for your school's social media outlets. We also want to thank Huddle. As a football coach, I used Huddle. As an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. More than 200,000 teams use Huddle to help elevate the performance of their programs using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform from software to cameras to analytics. They've got it all. Huddle is also built from every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high school, college, and the pros. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, and the college coaches, you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about how Huddle can help you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack help you collect comprehensive data in an easy, affordable way that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. They also give you access to the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance the positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good 
to greet. We also want to thank our newest sponsor, Snap Raise. Better fundraising makes better programs. And SnapRaise allows you to depart from the fundraising headaches from the past. No more selling products or managements of lists. SnapRaise does it for you. Choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical. And SnapRaise Digital is the fundraising difference. It's easy and effective. It's safe and secure. You can track participation and progress. Go to snapraise.com and check out their testimonials and see the thousands of dollars that they have raised with schools, with teams. You can be part of that group. That's snapraise.com. Change your fundraising game plan and get started with SnapRaise. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments by going to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales, vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. And we want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. Not only can their products help you raise money, but they also create the ultimate game day experience in your gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to schedule a live web demo see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what their fast, fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a, a really cool guest today. Actually, this episode is almost one year in the making. Uh, we're visiting today with Amanda Snyder. Amanda's a certified athletic administrator. She's the associate director of athletics at Broken Arrow High School in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Very big um, uh, program. And uh, we're excited to uh, have her on the program today. Amanda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm very excited to be here and just thankful for this opportunity to visit with you. Oh, no, we were we were joking before we came on that, uh, you know, we've had this in the works for a long time. You and I got to meet very briefly at NADC this year. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you taking time because I know you have a tremendous, a big, big program there. So let's go and jump right in. Sure. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So Give us that bio, where you were born, where you grew up, and uh, went to high school and college. Well, um, I am an Oklahoma native, um, born and raised. Um, Tulsa, Oklahoma has been my home as long as I can remember. Um, grew up and attended um, a local school nearby, Union High School. Um, I was a Union lifer. And uh Throughout um, being a kid, I played soccer. I was always um, playing basketball um, with youth teams. I was involved in uh, being a studio dancer. And so, 
you know, growing up, I did pageants and, and all kinds of fun stuff. So I was, uh, highly involved in our drama group at high school as well. Um, and then when I got to high school, I kind of narrowed that all down and really started to fall in love with, um, soccer and, um, palm, which here in Oklahoma, palm is basically dance. It's kind of a, a hybrid of cheer and dance. Um, and so I was able to, um, be a captain for two years, um, at my high school varsity member and, um, loved it, um, ran track as well and, um, enjoyed that. But when it came time, my senior year, I just decided, you know, I really love, um, being on the sideline, um, of games. I love the crowd entertaining with dances and choreography. And whenever I was on the Palm squad, I was able to coach the youth teams, um, in the middle school. So actually that was my first taste of actually coaching and, and going to competitions and getting that feel. And I fell in love with it right away. Um, and so I'll never forget, um, my high school Palm coach, she handed me a little sticky note and it said university of Oklahoma Palm tryouts. I think it was maybe sometime in April and she goes, you know, Hey, you should try out for Palm. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm just this high school kid, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I had been accepted to a um, couple universities and wanted to be on the Palm Squatter dance team, but I really had never given it much thought. So it, it's awesome when a coach can really take time to impact your life like that. And in one little sticky note, changed my life forever. Um, went to Norman, Oklahoma and um, tried out for the OU Palm Squad in the year 2000 and um, made the team. So that kind of set my, my course of life for the next four years. Um, attended the University of Oklahoma and was on the Palm. Got to travel around and go to a couple of national championships with the, the Sooners. And um, not only with football, but with basketball. And um, truly developed me um, as a student athlete. And they treated us just as great as they did the football team. And um, whatever we needed, we were able um, to have that opportunity there. Um, so not only did I get to grow as an athlete there at the University of Oklahoma, but also really kind of figured out what I wanted to do. And I didn't know I wanted to be an athletic administrator at the time, um, but I knew I'd grown up um, around educators. My dad was a coach. He coached baseball and girls and boys basketball in um, some local small schools, um, probably more like 2A, 3A schools um, here in Oklahoma. And, you know, his parents, my grandparents um, are educators, they're principals, teachers. My uncles are all coaches. Some of them are college football coaches. Um, so I just grew up around it. And, you know, being, being with them throughout my childhood. And then um, as I became a young adult, I just knew that that was something I wanted to pursue. Um, even though my dad said, probably don't be a teacher coach. You know, he was like, maybe you should consider this. Um, it was just in me. Um, and so being um, again at, in Norman, um, growing up there with a championship culture, I, it just changed my life. I loved every second of it and loved working hard, having two-a-day practices. That, you know, was something I just, I, it didn't feel like work to me. Um, believe it or not, my degree is in journalism. So I thought I wanted to be a writer and go into um, news and, um, you know, 
loved advertising aspect of things and kind of did that creative background as well. Um, so found some interest in that. That is what my degree is in. And um, that's where I'll stop right there. But just to let you know, because I don't want to go too far ahead. Uh, no, it's all great stuff. Um, a couple of quick follow-ups, okay? Uh, one, uh, you, you talk about Palm. Uh, we don't have that in, our, let's say, our corner of the state. Uh, there's, you know, ch spirit cheer and uh, the competitive cheer. But uh, I know in other parts of the country, even at the NC2A level, they have something called stunt. Is, is Palm like stunt? Are they the same? Are they different? So stunt is actually not palm. It is actually cheer. And it's a way that we, that they have, have created a, a sport for cheer. It is a sport. So it's, everybody learns the same routine. Right. You have a certain amount of time to do it. It is judged, you know, everybody's judged the same. So it's an opportunity for cheerleaders to compete um, within cheer. And it's actually considered a sport. So um, palm is more, um, it, there are some, similarities but it's definitely more of the ballet jazz style with really sharp um kind of aggressive motions with palms in your hand so you're dancing with palms wearing jazz shoes so it's 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 kind of different but the spirit world it's all encompassing of cheer stunt palm dance drill team you know Oklahoma we also have some drill teams around here so right, right. it's it's hard to explain my dad was always like how's cheer going at OU? And I'm like, well, I'm not on cheer, but it's going good, <laughs> you know? So they're, they're very similar, but very different at the same time. The other question, you know, you mentioned when you were at Oklahoma on the Palm team, uh, you got to travel to bowl games and things like that. And I think you made the comment that they treated you guys just as well as the other teams. That's not always the case. So, you know, we're obviously we're celebrating 50th anniversary of Title IX. So I, I guess that's a good news thing um any do you want to comment any more on that experience uh in in that regard yeah my experience was um so professional there um from you know new uniforms to having the nike availability um to choreographers flown in from all over the world to just to train us mm -hmm. for a day um we didn't get a huge scholarship, but we did at the time receive um, a little partial benefit to being on the team. Um, but what was even greater than that is just, you know, when you travel to those games, you're, you're given the same treatment as you would if you were an athlete um, per diem and um, just a great place to practice facilities if we needed a trainer. So, you know, sometimes schools overlook, I think sometimes those teams that maybe aren't, you know, in the limelight as much, but um, the University of Oklahoma did a fantastic job of recognizing how hard the cheer program and the palm program and the mascot program worked um, at that time. And, and now they've grown even exponentially now, and it's even better than when I was there. So I, I'm so grateful for Title IX and so grateful that the University of Oklahoma um, did it right. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. For our listeners, our guest today is Amanda Snyder. She's the Associate Director of Athletics at Broken Arrow High School in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. 
Hometown Ticketing helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, for their families, and for their fans. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you want to find out how Hometown Ticketing can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Amanda Snyder from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Uh, Amanda, um, go ahead and take us now to that next step. You know, after college, you know, you're entering the job path. You talked about, you know, journalism and all those other things. How'd you end up at Broken Arrow as an athletic director? Well, here we go. Here's the story. So in 2005, I moved back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I was a degreed journalism person with an emphasis in advertising. And so I obtained a job at um, Tulsa People Magazine and absolutely loved that job. It was what I wanted to do and um, learned so much from being a part of that organization and um, creating ads and selling ads and writing content. Then, you know, something was still tugging at me um, where I was still wanting to, to coach. I had you know, been a competitive um, dancer for four years at OU. And so I still had that in me to continue to do that and, and to give back. Um, and I called a person that had um, been a coach here in town. And I said, hey, uh, Brenda, Brenda Puckett, if you're out there, thank you. I called her and I said, hey, Brenda, do you have any, do you know of any POM or coaching opportunities here in Tulsa? And she goes, you know, there." Edison has, I think they're opening a sixth, seventh and eighth grade palm position, brand new program. Um, let's hook you up. So I got an interview for Edison middle school and so excited. Um, and I was working and coaching. Um, I think it was sixth, seventh and eighth grade at the time, brand new palm program. And I was fresh out of OU ready to teach them everything I knew. Um, some of the greatest days of my life were there. Um, so I started in the middle school. Then um, my former um, high school coach, Amy Kalmas, reached out and said, hey, JV Palm at Union has an opening. Want to coach? I said, yes. So then I took on not only Edison, but Union. And I was still working at Tulsa People because you have to have a full-time job, right? Um, so obviously, my love for coaching was, it was so easy. It, it didn't matter how many jobs I had. I just wanted to, to get in there and, and to teach coach, make an impact. Um, and then, so all of that was wonderful for many years. And in 2007, um, had an opportunity to volunteer coach at the university of Tulsa mm -hmm. and, um, their program was, um, established, but they were kind of trying to grow grow and build um, some momentum and, and gain some new members and um, volunteered there for a year. And then the next year, it kind of worked out to get a little bit more of a pay, a stipend. Um, and in 2012, um, I had been there. So from 2007 to 2012, I was just coaching. And then in 2012, I was offered an opportunity to become their director of Spirit Squad. Um, so I was in charge of the co-ed cheer program the Palm Squad, the mascot, and I helped with community relations for the entire athletic department. So that was really what um, being a part of Division One athletics was a pretty incredible experience. Um, I had a wonderful supervisor there, uh, Don Donald Tomkowski, who um, treated me like gold. 
the kids that I had a chance to coach there forever changed my life. Um, cause they're college kids, but you know, they, they, I was their mom, you know, whenever they were in college and I really hope that they loved being there as much as I did, um, would do that forever. If I could have, it was pretty amazing experience there at the university of Tulsa. So then I'm still coaching at TU. Um, I did do some teaching in the schools. However, it's a little bit of an alternative um, pathway. I was never a um, certified teacher. I actually was just um, working through the Arts and Humanities Council and would go into local schools just a few times a year, and I would teach them elementary school about dance and what does it mean to have rhythm? And we would talk about feelings and how you can teach dance through your feelings. And so it was wonderful opportunity there. And then um, began coaching on top of TU. Um, I had a 66ers, it was a, now it was at the time a D league basketball team, but now it's called the G league. So it was a, um, a professional basketball team that was in Tulsa and they had a dance team. So I worked with their professional dancers and, you know, that was like eight to 10 PM at night. And then I'd go to my job. So it was at that time I had multiple teams. I was working full-time at TU and, um, teaching arts in the schools. And my pathway is that I honestly look back and I don't know how I had so many jobs <laughs> and so many things going on, but I think it was my calling. And so, you know, it was so easy. It, it never really felt like work. I genuinely look back and obviously when we work, we, we need money to be able to provide, but, um, any opportunity that came my way, I was like, yes, it, it was always a yes. Oh my gosh. I, I had no doubt that I wanted to coach that team. I don't care where they are. And so, um, I'm not even mentioning a couple of other teams that I worked with, but, um, incredible people everywhere I've been. And so I'm pretty sure I would still coach forever if I could have, but in 2019, I got a call that changed my entire life. Um, forever from Mr. Chuck Perry, who is our superintendent of Broken Air Public Schools. And, um, you know, it was just an, uh, this position at Broken Air, the assistant athletic director position had opened up. And, um, you know, Broken Arrow is um, a place I, I never thought I would even be. And I met with him and um, Coach Dunn, Coach Steve Dunn, who we met up with him and Mr. Perry, and we talked, and I just kind of fell in love with um, BA at that point. And um, being an athletic director would have, it was always something on my mind, but I, I personally never really knew how to, how to get there. And I think, you know, I'm just grateful that um, I was never looking to go anywhere else. I would have stayed where I was. Um, but for some reason, you know, the plan in my life was to be here. I truly believe that. And so um, after meeting with Coach Dunn and Mr. Perry, I not only did I love being with them, but just hearing about Broken Arrow and the opportunity and that I would get to take my career to the next level and, you know, still impact kids. But it's a little bit different, obviously, when you're you're in the office setting, you're not moving around and you're not really um in person with them as much, but I, I had no doubt in my mind that I, this is where I wanted to be and it would change my life forever for the better. Um, it was kind of scary because I had been a coach for so long. That's what I knew. And so this was completely different. And this is all the, all the sports and 
other various things that educators that we have to do. Um, so that's how I ended up here. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I'm here at Broken Arrow Public Schools. You know, I, I love the enthusiasm uh, that you bring to the interview. I can see you doing it on the job. And all those jobs that you talked about that you did, you couldn't, re couldn't uh, believe you're doing all those jobs. Every single one of them, you probably use some of that in your job as an athletic director. True? Ab, you are, you nailed it. Um, the organizational part of it, timing part of it, uh, communication parents skills. Um, you know, I'm not perfect. I know I've had my moments um, coaching that I could have been better, but I think you, everybody you have to, that you work with, it's about empathy. It's about kindness. It's about whatever I say, I'm going to do it. If I ask you to do it, I'm going to do it. If uh, you need me, you call me anytime. And so I truly think there's no way I could have done this job without doing all of that because it just, it helped me to learn to multitask and, you know, and to be passionate. Cause I think that's why in you, you, I'm sure you're the same. We are, this is our calling. And so I think there's a reason why we are all doing what we do. And, um, and that's to impact uh, young students' lives. Absolutely. Okay. Again, appreciate you sharing that for listeners. Our guest today is Amanda Snyder. She's the associate athletic director at broken arrow high school in Oklahoma. We're going to take another break, but there's more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but Final Forms is more than that. Final Forms is a team. It's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with athletics. Final forms can also help with team communication and attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, final forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. We're back with our guest, Amanda Snyder from Broken Arrow High School. Amanda, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to acknowledge the mentors that they've had in their life. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who were some of the people that helped you along the way? Well, this is uh, in no particular order, but um, my grandparents who um, raised me, um, gave me so many opportunities, whereas I wouldn't have had them otherwise. Um, my dad, who was a teacher coach for many years, and he definitely taught me about being tough <laughs> and pretty sure he's He's helped um, me to become a better, he helped me to be a better athlete and, and to not, um, not stress about the small things and to always follow my passion and to be big time wherever you're at. He always said that. Um, Emily Barkley, um, who's with Union Public Schools, she's the AD there. And uh, 
you know, I'm sure I've told her and she's just uh, somebody that I look up to. Um, not only when I was in high school, did I look up to her, but then when I went back to coach there, um, she was a, a wonderful leader to be um, under and um, to learn from. And uh, she's been so supportive, um, her and Stephanie Blackwell and other female 80s, um, Melissa Zumwalt from Owasso there. I could name a million, but they all, you know, we're, we're women in a, in a female, in a, in a role that we need to support each other and mentor each other and, and grow together. And, and uh, it's not a competition. It's about building each other up. And so very thankful for all the female ADs out there who have, have paved the way. Um, also want to thank uh, Chuck Perry, our superintendent. He gave me a chance. He believed in me. And I'm really just forever thankful for him for getting me to Broken Arrow. Uh, Steve Dunn, who is our former AD here at Broken Arrow and now is an associate uh, superintendent. He uh, not only is he a visionary, but he um, believed in me. He made me feel welcomed. He brought me into the table, so to speak, and, and included me, um, taught me so many things just the short time that we were together here. Um, and uh, gave me a lot of confidence in my first year as an AD. Um, Darren Melton, who is the current AD now at Broken Arrow, he, uh, I, I strive to, to be a lot like him. He's been doing this for many years. Um, he is so wise, and I just always listen to his advice because I know he's done this, and he knows what it takes, and he always reminds me that the most important thing in my life is family, and taking care of myself because if we don't we can't be great at what we do so I always listen to him and he's just um, thankful that he wants to invest in me and uh, help me grow well I always love listening to uh, the stories and uh, you know the the expression that I sometimes use is I still hear those voices of my mentors in my head so uh, I'm going to guess you're the same way and I'm so glad you talked about that self-care you know if we don't take care of ourselves we can't take care of the kids the coaches and even true. the parents that we're supposed so to true. take care of yeah for our listeners our guest today is amanda snyder certified athletic administrator and the associate director of athletics at broken arrow high school we're going to take another quick break big surprise but we'll be back this is the educational ad podcast we also want to say thanks to gipper go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors, coaches, and schools are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and without any recording or design experience needed. As I like to say, it's so simple, even I can do it. Okay, We use Gipper for our podcast announcements. It's uh, on our uh, podcast backdrop. That's a Gipper template. Go to gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content for your school. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Amanda Snyder from Broken Arrow High School, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Amanda, um, you know, I, I retired after 41 years, so I was in the industry for a long time, still in it a little bit. Uh, you've been doing this for a number of years, but we've got a lot of really young, new ADs, and I think it's important to kind of share our stories about our involvement with the state and the National Association. So uh, share a little bit. How did you first get involved with OIAAA there in Oklahoma and also with NIAAA? The OIAAA um, 
they, my first experience with them is just how um, they offer a lot of um, help with, you know, if you want to go to the conference and you want to grow and you want to learn, um, that's a great opportunity. Um, but actually, first, I want to go back and um, before the OIAAA, I feel like my first taste of, of uh, organization was the NIAAA um, because I started in December. Um, uh, my boss, Steve Dunn at the time, had mentioned, hey, you need to look into this and, and getting your registered athletic administrator's um, certificate. So started doing those LTI courses uh, immediately as soon as I started, because that's something you need to have and you need to become knowledgeable um, with all of the legalities and, and what our job is, um, because it's very complex. So um, really, that was my first um, opportunity to grow as an AD, um, to establish an RAA and any new AD that reaches out to me, I always try to help them and send them the link so that they can begin those courses. And I tell them there's no rush. I, I tend to be feeling like there's a bit of a rush because I felt like I was behind, you know, on getting those certifications. But um, there's no rush. Just take your time. Enjoy the classes. I love doing them. I did them online. Um, and then got, you know, you can work towards your CAA and, you know, even your CMAA, which I'm a few years away from that. But the OIAAA has provided a lot of opportunity um, during their conference for um, me to have opportunity to speak on what we do here at Broken Arrow with um, game day culture and game day atmosphere. So I had the opportunity this summer to speak and, and hopefully that was helpful for um, the attendees. I loved doing that. And then also um, Emily Barkley and I, we are section six representatives for the diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging committee. Um, so it's been a great journey with the um, DEI committee because we started just as a ad hoc and now we are a right. full fledged committee. So it's amazing that the NIAAA acknowledges the work that we've put in and that um, we are we mean what we say and we want to really help and, and grow um, with this topic and just um, remind people that just we want you to embrace this and and. I don't know all the answers either, but um, I'm learning as I go. And and so both organizations have been pretty fantastic to be a part of. Well, absolutely. And uh, for our listeners, it just goes to show their different um, paths. You know, I got involved with our state and the national organization very late in my career. I was a head football coach and an AD, probably in that order. Uh, and then when I took a <laughs> position uh, as the athletic director only at a school, uh, that year, I uh, went to my first FIAAA conference, you know, just it was the expression I use is uh, I drank the Kool-Aid. Uh, yes. I was I was hooked, um, flew to the national conference, uh, took the CA exam. I, like you, I did all the courses yes. online. Pretty impressive yeah. for an old guy. Uh, but uh, absolutely, it's never too early. It's never too late. And as right. um, Amanda said, there's there's not a hurry. So uh, definitely get involved with your state and your national organization. Our guest is Amanda Snyder, Associate Athletic Director at Broken Arrow High School in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. We're going to take another break, but we'll be right back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They've got online tools, they have smart cameras, they've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams 
all the way through high school, college, and professional teams. Everyone uses Huddle to help their teams play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the college coaches you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest again is Amanda Snyder, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Associate Director of Athletics at Broken Arrow High School in Oklahoma. Uh, Amanda, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, okay? Uh, one of the ideas behind our podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So what, what are some things that you all do in Oklahoma that when you take a step back, you can say, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, do you have any best practices you can share? Well, I think one of the best practices that um, I'm very proud that we do and that we are a part of and that we instill in our student athletes is our tiger stripes. Um, basically, the best practice here is that we, when we talk about earning your stripes, being a tiger athlete, it's about service, trust, integrity, respect, um, uh, excellence, and service. And so it, basically what we do is we have medallions and with our senior athletic leadership council, we talk about these things. We talk about what it means to have integrity, what it takes to have a positive attitude. I think I actually left the P out of that, but that's okay. Um, and so we give medallions to student athletes when they are emulating these factors. Um, coaches will talk about what they did at practice, what they saw with our student athletes. And they say, okay, you were so great today. You were service before self. And here's the story. And so um, it's something that we push towards our coaches to remind our student athletes that this is what we're trying to embody. Um, and that not only is it um, that we're so proud of them, but also that we want them to live these ideals um, when they leave Broken Arrow. And, um, you know, here, some of our our um, purpose of, of what Broken Arrow stands for is that we embrace the responsibility of our calling. We are passionate about learning. Um, we are student-centered and relationship-focused. And so that's kind of helped me. Um, that's just some of our um, core values here at Broken Arrow. And again, it all just goes back to remembering why we're here, what we do, um, we're here for kids. So every decision that I make and that we make up here in the athletic department, um, we're going to do what's right for kids at all times. And so that's what gets me through, um, difficult times or times that maybe I'm stressed out and, and, you know, different things that are going on. I just try to remind myself of what, why we do what we do and that there's a greater purpose and, um, you know, whether it is a small tiger stripe medallion or whether you're um, celebrating strength and, and diversity, there's all different types of things we do here. But those are the two things that I've really embodied, try to embody and embrace because I think it helps me to be a better AD. You know, um, coaches and ADs that are always talking about uh, the, their struggle usually 
to create culture and, and to create a positive thing. And it sounds like your Tiger Stripes program is is probably pretty foundational in that. Uh, I know you haven't been there for you know 25 years, but how long has the Tiger Stripe program been uh, around? Do you know? You know, I think it was. I want to say I could be completely wrong, but at least. 2011, maybe, maybe before that. So it's been around and um, it's still very important. Um, we, we have these beautiful medallions. I wish I would have had an example, but, and that that's like a small token, you know, we just want to recognize kids because when we do that, we show that we are watching you. We are appreciative of what you do and that you're a leader, you're recognized as a leader. So it's been around and, um, we never want to forget that it is here and that is part of what we do. And, and, um, again, it goes back to, for us as administrators, we just want our kids, our athletes to leave broken arrow and um, to have learned what it takes to earn your stripes and, and to be a part of that. So it helps them to be better people when they leave here. Oh, no, absolutely. I love the idea. Um, if We'll do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, maybe find out more about Tiger Stripes or other things that you do at Broken Arrow, how can they get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of me would be my email. And that's just a... Snyder, S-N-I-D-E-R, at baschools.org. Again, a Snyder at baschools.org. Email me and I will send you um, whatever you need or if you would like to kind of look at what we do and I can tell you some of the, the things that we do. We share that share whoever earns a tiger stripe on social media. Um, so there's some neat things that you can do within your district as well. Be happy to share that. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, you know, Amanda gets on uh, Twitter every now and then. Uh, so yes. uh, again, reach out to her and right. find out more about that Tiger Stripe program. Amanda Snyder, Broken Arrow. We're going to be back with some more. It's time for another break. We appreciate you staying with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. Their sideline interactives, indoor scoring tables, not only generate revenue for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. We had a sideline interactive indoor scoring table in our gymnasium, and it was just fantastic. You really need to check them out. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Get a live web, web demonstration and see their tables and boards in action. That's right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Amanda Snyder from Broken Arrow High School, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Amanda, um, 100 years ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches used to say stuff like, you know, you know, come on, you got to suck it up or come on, Jake, you got to be tough. And, and we pretty much knew what they meant. Uh, in that time, uh, we've learned far better ways to communicate with kids and do a better job of that. But in my opinion, toughness is still an important component of sport and of life. So my question to you is, how can we help kids to develop toughness while also being sensitive to the the real challenges that a generation z kid faces that i never had to go through uh, do you have any advice for us that's a very great question um i believe that you you 
It's not what you say, it's how you say it. I believe that kids love having discipline, even Gen Z, all the way back to my generation, uh, X generation, whatever generation I am. And I grew up where you could be very tough on kids and, and get after them. And, and my dad was, um, <laughs> he would, you know, he would yell, he would, he would get on to me. He would say again, and I never, I never questioned it. So that's how I grew up. But I realized that even when I was coaching that just because that's how I grew up and that's how I was coached um, and, and brought up in a, in a educator's home and a coach's home, it doesn't mean that these kids are, are, are going to respond to that. So I think um, the best thing we can do is to learn to communicate effectively from the very beginning um, of what our standards are, what we expect out of our team, um, that we're going to coach them with love. We're going to coach them very tough because guess what? We want you to be tough in life. And um, it's, it's a matter of of looking at all of your team and some of our teams are huge here and how do you navigate with all these different coaching styles that you're going to need to to instill throughout your day and so I think it's difficult but I know that the best coaches I'm around they are um they walk the walk they talk the talk they love the kids the kids have no question in their mind that they are not loved that they are not cared about and the coach is there every day he's he or she are consistent um they're about team building um there's going to be practices that are really difficult but that coach is going to recognize whenever he or she can praise them so i think it's a lot about timing and i think that um it's a lot about helping them mentally and emotionally because there is so much going on right now, um, you know, with the pandemic, with um, virtual learning, with navigating um, different structure of family life. I think that it's our jobs have gotten more complex um, just in the short time that I've been in AD, but also um, if I were to be a coach now, I think it would be even different because you have to can you have a lot of considerations, um, the social aspect of things, um, what's going on in our world. And again, kids just want to be a part of something. They want to feel included. They want to be part of something great um, that that is a part of a, a championship culture. And so I think you have as a coach, you have to ask yourself, what does that mean? You can't just go in and, and say something and expect them to do it without really building a, a strong foundation of trust um, and rapport with them because kids are very smart and they they know when um, coaches um, are, are genuine. And so for me, it's just about building relationships and remembering everything you do impacts their lives. It can make or break them. And with that, are, you're going to have high expectations. And if you're building them to be tough in practice, then they're going to be tough on the field. And if they go through a setback, then that's a chance for you as a coach to build or to share a life lesson. Hey, guys, we're not always going to win. We're not always going to have great practices. And um, what I learned is that sometimes the bad practices were actually my fault as a coach and taking ownership and kids. I think it's important for kids to see not only your your vulnerable side, but also to your to smile and laugh and and to share fun times with them. But, um, you know, I, I'm actually a pretty serious person and I and sometimes I I wish I would have taken more time to really. Um, talk about life lessons to talk about what's going to happen once you leave here, because not all of you are going to go cheer or palm in college, you guys may not do that, 
or, you know, play soccer in college, whatever your sport is. Um, so I think it's just important to remember the bigger picture that we all want. I want my son to be tough. And I say it, I'm like, he needs to be tougher. We need to put him in wrestling. But I think it's just, um, it will come with time. And um, I really hope that he gets around some coaches that believe in him, but hold him accountable. Um, and coaches that are, if they are going to tell my kid to do something, that they're going to have the same standard for themselves um, um, as a coach and as a person. So it's just about relationships. Yeah. And I was going to say that the takeaways uh, that I got was definitely, you know, that relationship component, nothing's going to happen without that relationship, but also communicating, okay, well, this is what we mean by tough, you know, uh, you know, right. this is what we mean by, you know, whatever, suck it up, great stuff, great message for uh, moms and dads out there too, okay. Um, again, our guest has been Amanda Snyder, we're not done yet, we've got some more, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our newest sponsor, Snap Raise. Better fundraising makes better programs. Go to snapraise.com, find out how they can help you and your programs. Uh, get away from fundraising headaches from the past. Uh, if you go to snapraise.com, you're going to see why choosing the best fundraiser for you and your team is very important. The Snap Raise fundraising difference includes. Hey, it's easy and effective, it's safe and secure, and you can track participation and progress. As an AD, I had coaches that use SnapRaise and they just loved it. Go to snapraise.com and check out the testimonials and see the thousands of dollars, I mean thousands of dollars that they've helped teams and athletic departments raise through the SnapRaise fundraising platform. Okay? Change your fundraising game plan and go to snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone. Again, our guest is Amanda Snyder, Certified Athletic Administrator. Uh, Amanda, you know, you shared a little bit about um, NIAAA and OIAAA. Uh, you and I are, are both members of another organization uh, known as NOMAD. Uh, it's younger, but definitely growing. Can you share with our listeners, you know, what NOMAD is and, and why it's, it should be important to them? Absolutely. Um, I I'm on the board for the National Organization of Minority Athletic Directors. Um, I received a, an, an opportunity and um, I am Native American. So uh, being a, a minority, you know, AD and a female, um, it was just a great opportunity to not only grow, but also to give back. Um, so when I first became a part of this organization, I was considering looking at their guiding principles. And um, I was going to read one of them that I really love. And it's um, Nomad is about promoting the ideals of diversity and inclusion within our professional organization that will support and maximize the impact of the on the work that we do and the young people we teach. And I think um, this organization, uh, while it is representative of 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 people that maybe are underrepresented, it's for everybody. And it's it makes us better because um, we're going to promote and enlighten the ideals of having difficult conversations um, about what's going on in the world and um, to build alliances. So um, there's some really big things coming up with Nomad. Um, I know Anthony Thomas is working hard um, behind the scenes to put together some really incredible webinars. And um, I would love to get 
any listener out there involved with Nomad. So again, reach out to me um, via email, um, asnyder at baschools.org. If you'd like to get involved with Nomad, um, the global community of women in high school sports is also an awesome organization that we that I'm a part of. Um, and so if you're a female AD and just want to get in the know and, and, and you know, have conversations with other female ADs who are in the same position as you, I would love to help you get involved with that. Um, so at Nomad, going back to Nomad, there's webinars, upcoming webinars. I believe we're going to have book studies. Um, one thing that's really neat um, is that there's a job board. So if you become a member, you can kind of scroll down there and see if there's opportunities that you might be interested in. Um, just all that aside, um, it really is a family and um, very inclusive and um, aware of just um, there were our we are all trying to trying to do the same thing. And we're all in different parts of the world and in United States, but you know what? We're going to help each other out. And that's what I love about the nomad community is that um, it's, it's just providing resources and providing opportunity to grow and to get better and to be on the up and up for what's going on um, in the bigger scope of the world right now. You know, I, I didn't want to uh, stray off the reservation. Uh, a terrible expression. Uh, what uh, What's the website for Nomad so somebody could go uh, check it out? You know what? That's a great question. I <laughs> I think it's, um, I should know this. Uh, www.nomad.com, I believe, but I could be wrong. So I kind of don't even want to say that. I don't know what it is because I, I don't, it's it <laughs> comes don't. up automatically because you go there all the time. Um, yes. All right. I can type it in real quick. I'm sorry, I don't have. No, that. no, no. I put you. On, I ambushed you with, with that. Uh, I'm trying to find it myself. Nomad athletic directors. Worse. Okay. It's it, here. We are, folks. It's the nomadorganization.org. I apologize. I didn't know that, but it's www.thenomadorganization.org. So there we go. Right. <laughs> I was way off. That's okay. T-H-E nomad. T-H-E the nomad. Uh, very good. Okay. Um, Amanda, this has been really cool. Spend some time with you. Appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing your story with us, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox and we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from athletic surveys by Lifetrack who sponsor the toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Amanda Snyder is going to put in her athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. Okay. We do want to say thanks to athletic surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD toolbox segment. Athletic surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then shoot them an email at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. 
Okay. Hey, I want to apologize to um, Tony's going to be so mad at me. And so is Anthony. I gave the wrong website for Nomad. It's thenomadassociation.org. So I apologize. Um, wanted to make sure I was very clear on that. I do have like a QR code I can easily send out to anybody who's interested in that organization. Okay, well, again, I'm right. I'm guilty with you as charged because I'm a member too. You know, the nomadassociation.org. Check it out. Yes, sir. As Amanda said, lots of great resources there. It's an organization you should definitely be involved with. Well, let's go and wrap this thing up. It's been great. Um, but now it's time for the athletic director's toolbox. Um, you are certainly uh, no newcomer to the world of athletics. Uh, but right now, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new AD on the very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So what three right. items are going to go into Amanda Snyder's athletic director toolbox? First one is going to be don't be in a rush. Um, I want all new ADs to feel like, you know, when you first start, you feel like there's a million things you have to conquer and to learn and it won't be taught or learned in one day. So I look back and I wish I would have relaxed and understood that um, take your time when you're in a new position to listen, observe, ask questions. Um, don't ever be scared to ask any question um, because we don't just take these jobs and know everything. Although people sometimes think we do. Um, and, and my answer is usually, I don't know, but I will find out. So don't ever be in a rush. And um, be second one is be authentically you. Um, you know, I was nervous when I first took this job because I am a female, not that that was the only thing, but just I'd never done this before. So when you take on a new position as an AD, I think you feel sometimes you have to fit a certain mold and or to have a certain background. And um, at the end of the day, you're, you've, you've been called to that role for a reason. So um, be authentically you and be confident in the skills that you have, but also um, in the qualities that um, you are able to share with those that you're making an impact with, whether it's coaches, um, student athletes, or when you're meeting with parents. Um, so just don't ever forget that, that um, being genuine is, is, is what it's all about. And um, let's see, I had five, but I'm going to cut this down. Uh, the third, you which five I if you want to, yeah. <laughs> okay. The third one, which actually is so important. And I think we talked a little bit about this already, but um, work life balance, which I know it really doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a, it's a term we say, but I genuinely think, um, you know, I'm a mom, I work full time. I have a, um, you know, a home life and, and, and million other things going on, but the best thing I can do for myself, I feel like is to just take 30, 45 minutes a day, just to, whether it's workout, go for a walk, listen to music, read, um, just do something that you like to do. And don't, you know, I think sometimes our jobs, obviously they play into our lives, our real lives. And, and at the end of the day, just continue to be an individual and to love the hobbies that you've already had before. And there's going to be busy times. Um, but don't ever forget to um, feed your soul because I think whenever you give yourself a little bit of time and a little bit of care, self-care, it actually um, makes you a better AD and it helps you to be um, better at what you do on um, day to day. 
and um, just to, to give back more. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Those are three great ones, but we can take the other two if you want. Um, let's see. The other one was grow where you're planted. And um, I'm sure everybody's heard that a million times, but just don't ever feel like you have to be in this rush to do something else. Like I, I just never understood, you know, I know we're all clearly want to be successful, but I think um, just growing where you're planted, whether it is a coach slash AD, or if you are a full AD, or if you're an assistant AD and you want to move up, just continue to do um, everything you can in your current role to the best of your ability. And, um, you know, opportunities will come your way. Um, also, don't be scared to take on um, roles and jobs and tasks that maybe scare you a little bit, um, because I think sometimes those help you grow. There's been things that I've had to do here where I wasn't real certain about myself um, when I took those on, but those have actually helped me to become better. Um, and you're always evolving and growing in this and when you're an AD. And so I think it's important to remember that and every day is a chance to get better. Boy, th those are just fantastic. I love that uh, grow where you're planted. And uh, I think you use the expression, um, you said, I, mean, I think you said your dad said this, uh, uh, something along the lines of make the big time where you're at. Uh, yes. you know, that's, a, that's a great book. I, I read that years ago. But, I love uh, that book. Okay. Amanda Snyder. Okay. This has been really cool. If one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, follow up, pick your brain a little more, how can they get hold of you? Email me anytime, a Snyder, S-N-I-D-E-R, at baschools.org. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with me. I would love to connect with you, um, whether you're a new AD, a female AD, um, a longtime AD. Um, just that's what I love about um, the OIAAA and Nomad and, and um, you know, the NIAAA is that this is a networking group and that... I don't know that I've met an AD that I didn't just feel like I have a connection with because we're all, we're all here for kids and, and it's neat that we can all connect and, and have these opportunities to grow together and to learn from each other. And so I certainly don't have all the answers, but um, I love connecting with other people that um, are, are ADs and, and would love to visit with you and share any ideas or if you have any questions, um, reach out anytime. All right. And again, thank you so much for, uh for sharing with us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Okay. For our listeners, we've been visiting with Amanda Snyder, Certified Athletic Administrator from Broken Arrow High School, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Uh, we appreciate you listening today. Remember the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments by going to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can call them at 614-981-3589 to get going, or you can shoot them an email at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales 
at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Once again, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Um, come back just about every single day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast and pick up a copy of the Athletic Director's Toolbox, both the first and second edition, now available on Amazon. We'll see you next time. Thank you.